Welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host, and my guests and I inspire and empower women to find their awesomeness, live their joy. Hey, welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. Uh, Thank you. I love my guests. My guests are the best guests. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, each time I have another guest on, they're even better than the one before, although all the ones before have been phenomenal. They're all helping us transition into the new possibilities of our life to grow. And because I enjoy working with online coaches in my awesome life success system, uh, I am always searching for ways for those coaches to be able to create more sales, to really optimize the way they they do things. And of course, I always have to learn along the way. So my guest today is the most amazing, I love him, Maurice Jenkins, who at the moment is, well, I'll, I'll let him tell you shortly, but he, he helps optimize sales using emotional intelligence. And this is what really is empowering and will help us as online coaches or even any of the women in transition or some of you men out there as well, if you're listening, to really optimize your your life and the way you do business in a way that serves you and our emotions have a huge impact on the way we do business. So we may as well make sure that it works for us as well as the people we're speaking to. So welcome, Maurice. Thank you, Karen. It's what a lovely introduction. (laughs) Really good. Thank you. (laughs) Nice to be here. Oh, it's so great to have you here. Um, So How did you get into this emotional intelligence, uh, intuition, uh, training and learning? Tell us your story, Maurice. Yeah, I can say, (laughs) well, that's going to be a long story. (laughs) Four to seven years. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so um, intuition is not new to me. It has been with me even as a child already. But I sort of tucked it away. I sort of never really used it in business or in life, really. I didn't want to listen to it. And then uh, my story, if you like, starts when I was about 28. I ran into a burnout. And that was my first job, my first job in sales. And I ran in a burnout. And the reason I did that is that I simply didn't listen to my intuition. I didn't listen to the intuitive signs my body was sending me, my heart was sending me, and my head was sending me. So, so I basically when you say, ignored it. it hmm? When you say burnout, you're, you're talking like we, I, I get by your accent that you are not in the United States right now. Is that- That's correct. That's correct. I'm Dutch. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Holland and I'm okay. living in Sweden. Oh. And, and a burnout means like ran into the wall as in um, got, got sick, like in nine months or something. I oh, was, wow. Uh, oh, wow. I had to stay at home from, uh, from our doctor. And basically, if I hadn't gotten back on my feet, 
within three months, I would have been like long term ill or something. So it was oh, wow. a less easy period in my life. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot from it because because of that moment, I got into touch with uh, people that helped me um, that were very much uh, intuitive in the way they treated me. And about three ladies and they all helped me coming back on track. And most of all, they helped me getting into touch with my intuition, with my, the real me in here and what I really wanted and my inner voice. And since then, I've been, well, listening, trying to listen and trying to do something with it right. and trusting it. Yeah. And that, that's the key. That's, that's trusting. Um, I, I know that when I was speaking to an intuition coach years and years and years ago, and a good friend of mine. And one of her questions was, hey, uh, do you have intuition? And I said, no, because anything that I found intuitive that I thought was the case, which I, and I'm gonna have to get your definition of intuition. um, it, It was incorrect. So obviously I didn't have intuition. I mean, it did not work out the way I thought it was supposed to work out Uh, since that time. Oh, yeah, I'm hugely intuitive. (laughs) It was just a question of learning and and expanding and trusting. So uh, do you have a definition of what intuition is or? Yes, I have. And um, I have my own intuition. Um, and I'm always a bit careful in creating some sort of a universal intuition, like a de- definition, like I know what intuition is for everybody of all ages and all countries. I'm a bit careful, careful with that. But my intuition or the one that I can really see is felt knowledge. So you know something without that you're really able to know it, but you just simply know it and you feel it somehow. And it's that felt knowledge. If that, if that uh, visits you, then you should listen. <laughs> so that is the em- emotional intelligence that we're talking about. Yes. Yes. And uh, there, are, um, there are, one could say there are three versions of intuition. Or another way of putting it is there are three channels Oh. And we have, we have three main intelligence centers. We have our head, our heart, and our body. And the head is also known as the intuitive mind that Einstein talked about. The intuitive heart, think Oprah. And the body is a huge antenna. It's not just your gut feeling. It's a huge antenna that tells you right or wrong, that tells you yes or no. And as an example, I, I may have told you, but my, my mom, she always knew when rain was coming <laughs> because she got pain in, in, in her shoulder. And when I was younger, I thought like, what's that for? Stupid stuff. But it was actually true. And it's not just the shoulder. It can be the hair on in the back of your neck. It can be your guts. But basically, if your body is telling you something, you simply know. It's this grounded, earthly experience like a mule you you're getting stubborn you don't want to change your mind because your body is very sure and if you are landing in your body if you're if you're getting there then uh, you have picked up a 
intuitive body signal. That's really cool. And now can you, for me, and talking about different people in different ways and such, it took me a long time and I thought I was really um, crazy to say the <laughs> least. And, and some people might still call me a little crazy to say the least. Uh, but the fact was everyone said, well, you have this gut feeling. Well, I, I never had a gut feeling. I always felt it in my heart. Mm. My heart experienced the joy. My heart experienced the pain. My heart guided me, uh, very heart-centered. And it wasn't until recently that somebody said, yeah, you just don't feel it in your, in your gut, but you got it all the same. So are there other things? And like your mom having it in the shoulder for, for rain and such. Um, are there other places that you might notice like the throat? I, I'm assuming, is it working with the chakras or? Um. In this case, not chakras, but it could be. I don't want to. I don't want to rule that out. Sure. But um, I mean, you are very intuitive, by the way, because when we had our first call, um, you told me something about the dishing machine and how you would, how you would, you know, fill it. And that, <laughs> just as an, as a crazy example, but that's actually the same way as I do it. So it's, you were really intuitive in how you were leading that conversation. It was very clear. <laughs> Um, and and yeah, for but, our listeners, yeah. as, as you know, I always speak to my guests beforehand, and that's how I know, because the bottom line here is you got to have fun. And Maurice is a lot of fun. I got to tell you, he's, he's great. Yes. So anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, that's fine. No. Yeah. So the, uh, so the, the body uh, and its signals are one thing. And um, that's a so, sort of like this, this big antenna. You can, you can have it, you know, in many ways, um, but your heart, even though it's part of your body, it's just singled it out as your heart intelligence. Uh, your heart may be a little bit slower than the body and the mind. The heart needs mm -hmm. some time to feel in and to, 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 to think sort of, to heart think, like what should I make of this? What do, I, what, do I, what do I feel really here? But it's nonetheless extremely accurate and yeah your heart intelligence works more like joy. If something makes your heart sing, that's the language of your intuitive signal. That's the language of your intuitive coming through your heart. Mm. Uh, it's different than your body. The body is more uh, earthy feeling. It's more stubborn maybe. It's more this masculine style, American CEO, cowboy decision-making process <laughs> in the now, uh, where the heart is more like, feeling in the relationship with other people and getting getting this this feeling like hmm wait a minute there's something off here there's something off with this person and um, not really sure what it is but i need to find it out and when you are a leader or when you're a coach and you are dealing with other people or if you're in sales and you're having this buyer right in front of you your heart may give you a sign like it's not, I, I can see what a person is, look, is, is looking like. I can hear the words, but something is off. And it's your moment of intelligence beyond words. It's then when you have to pause a little bit, um, not hit the gas, but pause a little bit and start asking the questions. Start, start probing a little bit without being intrusive, 
simply speaking your mind as in, hey, it looks like you're less enthusiastic about my offer than I had expected or than I usually see when I make this offer to my potential customers. Am I right? And if so, may I ask you why? And you may be completely wrong. You can also start your, your sentence with, hey, I may be wrong here, but, and that usually opens up the other one as well. That's how oh. you practically use it. Yeah. So you are actually uh, using your conversation not to push sell, but uh, creating the, the intuition, sales intuition, our, uh, emotional intelligence out yeah. of curiosity and, and um, allowing them. And like you say, being able to say um, how you preface it. So is this what you help your, your clients do? Uh, yes. learn how to speak and how to communicate in a way that is non-threatening so the sales come more easily? Yes, absolutely. So the masculine gut feeling like type of intuitive signals are a bit more pushy. It's more like um, almost instant decision-making uh, without really thinking of it. Whereas the hard energy is more opening up. It's more flexible and fluid and more following uh, the it's more uh, pull than push yeah. and yes we, um, uh, we we can practice this um, with images videos but and even real exercise between a buyer and a seller for example or between a coach and the person that is being coached so and one example is here that i can i can give you double signals i can give you um I can look like this, like frowning. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, I can say all the right words, but I'm frowning. Um, so why is the frown there? What does it say? What does it tell you as the, the coach or the leader? So how your body language is differing from what you say, that's one aspect of training. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love that fact and and... So if I understand correctly, and please correct me if I'm yeah, yeah. wrong, uh, you, you really look at the entire package and, and you have been trained in how to recognize things. So it just becomes easier. You, you're able to help people recognize that, oh, maybe that frown is not what we need to make that sale. Uh, maybe looking over the person's shoulder is not the way to connect, but too much in your eyes, looking at them is a little bit scary as well. Hmm. And also, you know what you need to do? No. Would you be interested in, and, and the way you speak to people, I guess, is if yeah. I'm understanding correctly. Yeah, yeah very much uh, so. And, in, and on top of that, we also have the intuitive mind. So um, mm -hmm. if you are a so-called head type, so we, we all have, of course, three intelligence centers. We, all, we have them all three. Mm -hmm. But one of these three is the most dominant. One of these three is our preferred channel, if you like. And if you're mm -hmm. a head type, then you most likely perceive intuitive signals 
more often to the head than heart and body mm-hmm. um, or easier at least and if you are um, so the difference between an intuitive thought and a normal thought or mental clutter is that a intuitive thought doesn't leave you alone it mm. keeps coming back mm. and a very practical example is that i guess you've been with that as well is that you you're you're constantly thinking of someone maybe a client maybe a family member someone that's in your mind all the time and at some point that person calls you almost when you're thinking of him or her or you call and I've had that literally calling a customer and then or a potential buyer who then says, oh, what a coincidence. I was just thinking of you. <laughs> We're just talking about your offer. Yeah, <laughs> that's a coincidence. <laughs> so but There are no coincidences, do... Maurice. There are no coincidences. <laughs> no, no. And that we are, I, I, believe, I strongly believe you're right. And that we are talking, that's definitely not a coincidence either. It's just like just synchronization somehow. Yeah. But also the intuitive thoughts, it's not just that I don't leave you alone. Um, They often, they are like in between the clutter in our heads. It's a softer thought somehow. It doesn't, it's not a hard tone. It's softer and it's easy to miss. Just like your heart intuitive uh, signals. uh, If if your heart jumps of joy, it sings a little bit. It's it's short. It's a short moment, right? And then it disappears again. Yeah. And, and the same, this, this knowledge in, in, your, in your body, um, you can be very sure for a while and then your heart starts, or your head starts to doubt and should we really believe this? And you, know, and you, you can question in yourself forever and lose your intuitive signals wherever they come from. Yeah. But if you have a thought, intuitive thought, that is really your intuition, it's really the real you giving you an idea, it doesn't stay in your head. It's sort of, you, you get a trigger reaction. First of all, your heart sings of joy, like, yes, I want to do that. Yes, I want to start my own company with something. And then the next step is your body agrees. And if your body agrees, you feel energized. Whereas if your body does not agree, or if, you, if your heart is not aligned with your thoughts, you feel less energy, you will not feel happy, and you will not get more thoughts. So once you're on it, once you're really on a right track, you will be inspired. It just flows. You will just get more and more and better ideas. I can't stop talking about this. But if you would ask me to, I don't know, read a book about chemistry, the book will be unread a year from now. <laughs> no energy, no, no passion for it, no, no thoughts, nothing. So well, if your whole you is opening up, then you're on the right track. Oh, that, well, that, that is the key, isn't it? And being, and recognizing for me, I always say, well, you know, we have all of these thoughts. We're getting 9,000 thoughts a second, almost (laughs) Uh, things are being bombarded, especially today with our media and our constant uh, technology hitting us, iPhones, Mm -hmm. webinars, television, whatever advertisements so we are getting all these thoughts all the time so for me it is a case of okay and I learned from experience (laughs) don't run after that first thought but recognize what you are saying 
notice, be in the moment, notice how your body is feeling. And also um, what I have found is that for me, if I get the same thought three times, it's time to notice. (laughs) Okay, this person popped into my head three times in the last five minutes, three days, whatever, recently, the last week, three times, I better start taking action. This is my intuition. It's, it's time to pick up the phone and call them. It's time to communicate. It's something. Reach out to them. Learn more. Take time. Give yourself permission and, and do it. But, you know, I know, I know deep in my heart that we're on the same track here, mm-hmm. Maurice. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we know how to understand our intuition and and use it to our highest good and the good of those around us. But is there really, is there any science that backs this up? Uh, Yes, there is. And that's that's actually, yeah, and that's, it's really cool to be honest. Um, uh, A couple of months ago, I had a, I talk about emotional intelligence, about different personality types. And I ended up with the question on in- intuition. And there was one guy there, an investor. He was really like that. Like, and intuition is horse crap. <laughs> Excuse my language. He was very, very harsh on intuition. And he started to cite all kinds of authors and you know, signs and this and that. And I thought, wait a minute. I have no arguments here. I mean, I had arguments, but I couldn't really, I, I couldn't stand my ground. So I did some research on it. Mm. Um, and there's a lot more science than you could imagine. Mm. Um, Nobel Prize winners, for example. But I can mention one. And basically all other uh, high profile writers and authors and, and famous people like Daniel Kahneman refer to a person called Antonio Damasio. He is a Portuguese American uh, neuroscientist mm. and he is famous for two well famous for a lot of stuff but about awareness how we measure awareness in our brains but apart from that he's famous for the Iowa uh, gambling task which basically is it's a laboratory test where he basically proves how the body registers um, danger or a safe bet long before our conscious us can register it. So long before our brain start thinking like, hmm, wait a minute, I should make that choice. I should choose that option. Long before that, uh, four times quicker, the body has already noticed what's danger and what's safe. So if you tune in to our bodily uh, intelligence signals, if we, if we are aware of our body, how we feel, what I didn't do when I ran into the wall, when I ran into a burnout, when I got sick, if I had listened, I would have prevented that, uh, that catastrophe in my life. Um, so Antonio Damasio has just proven how our body, how it, how it works, how our body sends signals and how they reach our awareness. And then the question is, how many of these signals do we notice and what do we do with it but 
He has proven it. He's one of many, by the way. And he has done something else that is fantastic. And that is, I know your audience is mostly women. And in, in, in business, we often may hear that emotions, they're just in the way of making good decisions. You know, and women, they can overreact emotionally. All that kind of wordings we may hear. And well, if we would take away emotions out of decision-making, we would make no decisions at all, nothing. And the ones we would make would be catastrophically bad. And the reason for that is that we can't discern, we can't make a judgment call without emotions. We can mm-hmm. have the data, we can have past events, but if you would take away the center in our brains that actually registers emotions, we can still remember our past events, but they will be like black and white. They would not be in color. And it's the, it's the emotions that add color to our memory and our thoughts, and then we can make a judgment. And he has proven that. Why? Because he has studied people that have lost that ability to register emotions, Mm. And they couldn't make basic or difficult calls. They couldn't. And they had bad relationships. <laughs> so interesting. Interesting. And these, yeah, and, and the, this is just these two studies are being cited globally by Nobel, Nobel Prize winners, among others. Uh, so it's it's um we need our intuition, we need our emotions. And if you would think away that you can, you can, you might as well wrap up and go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's a, it's a mind, body, spirit situation, isn't it? Uh, we, yeah. we need it all, not, not just one. We can't just feel into our emotions and our hearts and our desires and everything appears. No, we need to take action. And part of that action is recognizing that we have more than just the body. We have uh, that mind and looking at it. And, and I, I'm a great analyzer. All right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm in my mind a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, I you strike me as a head type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like me, by the way. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's just looking at the facts. And have I heard this before? Yes. Okay, so I've heard this before. So why am I listening to it again? Because there is a little bit of a different take on it that mm-hmm. that makes a little bit more sense. So I'm going to tune a little, a little bit more because we could always learn from every conversation, right? Good, bad, or indifferent, we can always learn from a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Karen, can I add one oh, more thing please. there? Yes. Yeah, so there's another study from a German professor. Yeah. And he has, um, he has studied and proven and written about something called the evolved brains, which in a nutshell means that our intuition is ingrained in our DNA. Oh, we pass cool. on our winning strategies, intuitive strategies through our DNA to our offspring. And that's why children are often so extremely well tuned in. Ah. Oh, so, I'm so glad you interrupted me. That is so <laughs> cool. Uh, and when I, when, I, when, I, when I read that, then all of a sudden, it all just made, made sense. 
just it's it's so obvious it's so why wouldn't we pass on our winning intuitive strategies into our dna why wouldn't we <laughs> i mean we that's what our, our dna is for <laughs> we are hard coded to think intuitively it's just that we are sort of unthought how to do it we're sort of unlearned in school we 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 we're being taught to read to rationalize to compute but there's too much information out there we need our intuitive signals and once you understand that we actually hard coded to think like that then it all makes sense to me at least <laughs> it does doesn't it? it it can really make a huge impact so how how do you use this to improve your your sales it, it, you know if you were uh, you you work with businesses, larger businesses, correct? Yes, yes. So larger businesses, smaller businesses, and yeah. So uh, when leaders. you go into uh, a larger or or a smaller business, um, what sorts of things do you look for that could be improved? Um, if it's on the emotional intelligence path. Um, well, I can start over. I can say it from, from, from scratch. I look in four areas. That is okay. methodology and structure. So how do organizations work? How do they work, basically? How do they operate? It's very mm -hmm. much in the management area. Mm -hmm. Then I watch culture and leadership. How leadership works. Uh, is there leadership? If there's in, in official leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I work with coaching and training. So I, management and leadership and then I help with coaching and training and um, what I look for in in well if we take sales for example but all leadership let's start with leadership then I had a uh, I had a sales director and she she told me a story that in her bi-weekly one-to-ones with one of her team members she noticed that something was off with one of those team members. It was a good call, but something was off. And it kept nagging her, but she didn't act on it. Mm. And two weeks later, that person, that team member came to her and quit her job. Mm. And I'm not saying that she could have prevented that, uh, but she maybe she could have done something. Maybe there was something she could have done. And what I'm looking for is that if you speak to another human being, are you truly aware? Are you truly reading that other person? Are you familiar? Can, can you read the signals? And, you know, we all know that 70% of our uh, communication is like nonverbal, is body language. And I always ask like, and who is that body talking to? I mean, that's talking to your body. <laughs> it's body language, <laughs> not yeah. to your head. Yeah. So, so if... What is your body telling you when you are uh, talking to someone else? And start reading, um, reading the, 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 the signs. And what you hear, is that congruent with what you see? And you know, is there a frown, is there a smile? Is, is the person at ease? And that doesn't mean that your, I mean, your intuition is correct, but it doesn't mean that your interpretation of your intuition is correct. Yeah. So you need to, yeah, I can see, yeah. So you need to investigate it a little bit. 
So yeah. don't don't go blindly on it. Just just pick it up. I think, oh yeah, okay, I need to do something with this. Exactly, exactly. And that is that's that was where I was uh, struggling for so many years. Was okay. I'm going to go blindly into this, but no, that that was not right for my head. Uh, it, and it, it was almost a conflict. So okay. uh-huh. being able to recognize what was really going on and continuing to learn, you know, ask the questions. All right, what, what is going on? Why am I feeling like this? Or what is the confusion that you have? Uh, what is the communication? And, uh, uh, and of course, I had very low self-esteem. And it was uh, people please their self-doubter. I didn't know who the heck I was. No, not even a clue. So it's taken a while to, to get to the point that I could let go of being a people pleaser and, and uh, the self-doubt and honor with what the types of things that you help teach um, yeah. people to create that, that um, confidence, that confidence. It's, it's, it's not as if it has come easy for me either. I can, I mean, I'm now 47. Mm-hmm. I'm now finally doing this. But this has been with me for a very long time. I, I hate so, to tell you, you're, you're, you're very young. For me, it was when I was 60. It finally did. So, Good. So, <laughs> Thank uh, you. No, I feel better. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, and, you know, and looking back, I realized that my entire life, from being a toddler, yes, there, there was a lot more insight than I gave myself credit for. And, um, and you too, at 46, you're, you're finding Young. ways and the means to do it. Yeah. But you recognize that as a child, you were probably experiencing those things as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, uh, I've always been a sensitive child, um, highly uh, sensitive uh, person, uh, HSP. I'm not sure if you, uh, if that's a term in the US as well. I don't know what that is. No. Tell and me. A, H, HSP is a highly sensitive person. Oh, all right. Person yes. Is, yes. Okay. I yeah, just so, have not heard that. Yes. But as often is for those kids, um, they are not necessarily weak or perceived as weak. They react strongly because they have such strong feelings and then they are being regarded as troublemakers or rebels easily and then people don't look beyond that and i don't see the 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 vulnerability in another human being in a child so i grew up with a lot of rebel trouble to be honest and that became sort of my identity i'm the james dean of the school (laughs) and i sort of like yeah that's good i'm strong but i the only thing i did is bury my own I, i just buried my own intuition my own intelligence really my real me and mm-hmm. it took a very a decade to get that out again now it's mm-hmm. finally getting there and what i can add to that is we, we have the three channels and there's also something called what well, i call it at least the fourth component of intuition our moral compass mm-hmm. so that's the area of your judgment of what's right for you and wrong for you and your your life path Mm. and if you're not listening to it because it can't it doesn't have a voice of its own it comes via your head heart or body 
And the ultimate, by the way, the ultimate un uh, unconscious language of intuition in the end is love. That's the ultimate one, right? If you're in love with someone, you don't, you don't stare at that. It's just there. And um, if you love something, not just somebody, but also something, the whole you will be energized. You'll have ideas. You'll be happy. You know, you, you, all your channels are there. If you don't follow your moral compass, you will pay a price. You will most likely be unhappy and bitter. So show me a highly bitter person and I will show you a person that is not following his or her moral compass. I'm sure about that. So I love that. I love that because you're absolutely right. And you know, there are no coincidences. And I've been I've been thinking just this week about, okay, Karen, being such a, a people pleaser and a self-doubter and follow what other people say and suggest, how come you didn't get into more trouble? <laughs> and, and where did you find the strength to say, well, that's cool. Enjoy it. It's not for me. And, and I, was e I easily walk away from things and sometimes it's running away from things <laughs> but, <Okay. laughs> but but indeed uh so having that moral compass that's what that's called is saying all right i'm all i'm all in let's give it a try i'm open if it's not going to hurt you or somebody else give it a shot and knowing that it might hurt me or somebody else and i'm ready to walk away and that that's a moral compass that's the 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 word that I can now put on it. So thank you, thank you so you're much. Welcome. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, what what happens if you don't follow it? I mean, how do you feel if, you're, if you're going again? Yeah, absolutely miserable because it isn't you. You're not you're not being authentic to yourself. Yeah. So I know you you actually shared with me um, some resources that were right on and I'm all about resources. So would you share with our audience some of your resources that you might make available to them? Um, yeah, uh, which ones did you have uh, in mind the, now? Yeah. Are they the anagram? Ah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yes. Uh, so yes, uh, my, my, my company is called Sales Type and that's because it's based on various types of people, there are nine of them. And uh, the psychological model that I am certified in is called the Enneagram. It's an old Greek name. Ennea means nine, nine types. And um, the links that I shared with you, well, basically every type has a blind spot. Like what do you don't see about yourself? Mm -hmm. What does your customer or your colleague notice? What's your unaware behavior? Mm -hmm. And the... The beauty, of, the beauty of this model is that there are nine types. Three of them are so-called head types. Three are heart types and three are body types. So it fits in perfectly with how these people, how these types perceive others, but also intuition and what they see as the real, the, 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 the inner me. So it's, it's really about, it's actually emotional intelligence 2.0. It's really about <laughs> deep self-awareness. <laughs> 
It's hard work. It's not fun at all. <laughs> not fun. It's confronting. Oh, no, it's got to be fun somehow, somewhere. It has to yeah, have some yeah, fun. Yeah, it, it is. It is. In order to, it, it really does. But and I think I think the key to that fun is uh, people sometimes say, Karen, it isn't always fun. Let let's be real. It isn't. And and I totally agree. It isn't always fun. But the outcome has going to be so hugely beneficial that it is um, when you find the right person to mentor you, to coach you, to uh, be of benefit to you. And there is a, a connection it can be a lot of fun. And I expect that with Maurice, not even expect, I know with Maurice, it's always a great time. Yes, sometimes you sit down and cry, but with that, those tears, you, you can release. And when you release, you can move forward. And you just need to find somebody like Maurice to, to guide you along. I love this. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, the simplest way is either to go to my homepage, uh, which is one word, salestype.se. So that's one word, salestype.se. And there you'll find my emails, my mobile number. I'm also on LinkedIn. Simply uh, type Maurice Jenkins, uh, sales type, and then you will find me. Uh, and that would be the best way. Um, awesome. Awesome. Oh, ask you. <laughs> <laughs> or ask me. That's right. Reach out to me. I will absolutely put you in touch with this amazing man. And uh, so what is going on in your world today that you are making available to your uh, general public? Um, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm talking about intuition at work, if that's if I understand the question right. So I'm, I'm, I'm a speaker about intuition at work, uh, and I also provide uh, modules uh, for emotional intelligence. And those can be geared basically towards any profession. It's either, it could be leaders, it, it could be salespeople, coaches. It's, the, the, the foundations are the same. It's about reading the other person, or getting into touch with the other person. And in order to do that, you have to be in touch with yourself. You have to register the feelings and the emotions that you are going through when you're speaking to someone else. So that's the, that's the module. And it comes in different colors and flavors adapted <laughs> to your business. Oh, wow. Or simply coaching, one-to-one -one coaching. So with the modules, are these things that you purchase online and you watch at your own time or are they scheduled or? Oh, no, yeah, they're, no, they are, uh, they're live. Uh, oh, they're live. Yeah, so it's, um, uh, well, depending on where we are in, on, on this world, I would say, uh, when it's face-to-face, -face, I can do a whole day, it's easier. Uh, when it's a webinar, I do half days, otherwise it gets too, too much, uh, too, it's too intensive. Um, but webinars on emotional intelligence have a distinct touch to it since it's through the lens. Yeah. And we all coach nowadays via Zoom and 
we have our uh, speaking slots online. So how do you make sure you keep your emotional intelligence? How, how is that? We all know we touch, we, we touch each other, but we can't always see it through a, through a camera. So there, that, that's a different angle there. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, but basically to answer your question, it's, uh, it's online and it's live. Fantastic. I am though planning. Uh, it's 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 in progress. My my homepage is being upgraded, and then we are adding uh, online courses, as in completely online. You can simply oh. order them. Oh, cool, 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 cool! I love that. Uh, going back to the um, the body language you were talking yeah. about, yeah. and and I, for me. I am always telling my clients, you know, change your perception, change your truth. And how do you yeah. learn? Mm-hmm. But that is so learning. Nice. Change your perception, yeah. change your truth. And one of the things was a fellow. Um, I, I looked at him and, you know, he, he had a, a shaved head, dressed all in black. And he, he walked out into the, and this was, 20 years ago. And he walked out into the audience and said, Oh, the energy, the, the emotions, I can feel them all. And I'm sitting there saying, yeah, right. You're full of it. You're just (laughs) trying to make a sale. That's all you're trying to do. You are so full of it. Prove it. So he gets up on stage and I, I, can, I, can, I can see it to this day. It, it was transformative for me. And you are doing the same thing, I know. And that is, I leaned in and all of a sudden my hands went down and I'm leaning in and I'm leaning in. And one of the things that he, he said was, I love you all. And I thought, bull hockey, <laughs> you don't know me. You don't love me. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. And the, this is where semantics and definition come in so hugely in, in business and everything is to understand that you're on the same wavelength. So he gave the definition of love. And his definition of love is when my heart touches your heart, we are one. Namaste. And, and I thought, well, yeah. So if that's your definition of love, yeah, I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Then it works. (laughs) Change your perception, change your truth and whatever it takes in that communication. And that's what you help people understand is how to communicate uh, in a way that, that uh, builds their business and understand where you're coming from and where your clients are coming from. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so within sales or business or not just sales and business, but within any relationship, it's easy for a person to simply talk. And where I come from, we have the saying that uh, speaking is uh, silver and listening is gold. So it's, it's e- it, it, it happens easily to just talk and just blur away the moment whereas if you if you if you listen if you observe 
and you give space to the person you're talking to, then you actually create a lot more trust. So that, that's what I help my clients with. Um, but what you said about change your perception and, and that, that is so right. It's so right. I, you know, when I hear you speak, I can't help thinking like, maybe you are the same Enneagram type as I am. Uh, type six, the loyalist is also known as the skeptical. You know, I when yeah, I hear when I hear yeah, I'm yeah the, the self doubt, <laughs> the people pleaser, the skeptical, like mm, can I really believe this? <laughs> it's really funny. I'm I'm the same. I'm the same. Don't come oh, to no. me and try to to charm me with some cheap blah blah blah. I want to see. I want to. I want to be sure. I want to really be sure before I trust it. <laughs> I'm a horrible buyer. <laughs> and and that is honestly why I always have. Uh, a meeting with my guests prior to the podcast to see, you know, if, if they are the real deal. I only yeah. want people with real deal that really have the um, programs, the knowledge, the caring, the love that creates an awesome life. And that is so, yeah, maybe we are the same way then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get that feeling a little bit like and then change your perception. Like I really, I really can't buy that. Um, once you I mean, I've had a, I've had I've had a story here of a, of a colleague that I didn't like. <laughs> I really disliked her strongly. Um, but at some point, I did this exercise at home. I meditated and I meditated on loving that person, not loving like man and woman, but simply from human to human. I, heart I love heart. You. Yeah, from heart to heart, yeah. And start sending her real good thoughts and heartfelt compliments. Did, did that three times with three different people and it worked all three times. The next day I came to work, I had a good friendly talk with her and she, she greeted me and I greeted her back and all of a sudden we had a talk about something with the coffee machine and we became, well, good colleagues. And I thought, wait a minute. And then after, afterwards, uh, it was about two years later, she asked me, like, I thought you didn't like me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, that's true. When you, when yeah. you change you, because you only have control over yourself, right? You, you can't control anyone else. And if it isn't working, you need to look at why and not blame somebody else, but what can you do instead? So like you said, you, you sent out that love, but you were also changing you inside because you didn't go in with that judgment of this horrible person. Exactly, and exactly, Karen, because what is it that you sent out? I mean, we are all, we all talking about reading the other person we are talking to, mm -hmm. those 70% mm -hmm. nonverbal communication, that's good stuff, but at the same time, we ourselves are sending out body language and 70% mm -hmm. of our communication is body language in some way. And we don't always have control of that. We don't see that. That's why it's called our blind spot. So if I show up at the coffee machine and I see that person that I don't like, I mean, I can say hi, but you really think that person can't read me? Exactly. <laughs> she reads me, oh, he doesn't like me. <laughs> Exactly. So, but if I show up with a big smile, like, like heartfelt, as you say, and then that's being noticed. And so, yeah, we are, we are 
so intuitive with each other, but nobody's, this is the thing. We speak about it. Your clients may talk about it, but at a normal work, a normal, I mean, average workplace, yeah. people don't talk about intuitive science. They don't talk about that. No. And you know what? Sometimes that work like you were doing, I, I had a client who was, he was working so hard. He had, he was going to be fired. He had a traumatic brain injury and he was going to be fired uh, because his anger issues exacerbated triple fold, uh, quadruple fold after his uh, traumatic brain injury. Hmm. And he, he, he said, you know, all right, so I'm trying to do the work that you've taught me. I'm, I'm using your heart energy techniques. I am uh, trying to stay positive, but I have this person in the office that is driving me crazy because she is so negative and her negative energy keeps coming to me. So we did a lot of work around that. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll work on this. I'll work on this. And he went to work. And the next time I saw him, he said, Karen, you won't believe it. That, that woman I couldn't deal with who's been in my office for the last 20 years, she got a transfer to another office. I don't have to work with her anymore. I think that Isn't might that have been great? the energy that you were putting out. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Oh, that's 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 fantastic. Uh, so how, it, how if you're done, you're done, right? Yeah. He he tried. He said, "I tried to do what you suggested, and I tried to relate to her, and I tried to communicate with her, and it isn't working. It's just coming back with this negativity that is dragging me down." So, uh, yeah, the law of attraction at its best sometimes. The, the laws of the universe are alive and well and living among us, whether we want to see them or not. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And this, to be honest, is a big issue for me how to trust that. Mm. How yeah. to truly trust that. Yeah. I can walk into a, a store and, you know, this morning, this is actually true. This morning, I was walking uh, towards uh, the gym. And I was a little bit not happy. I was a little bit like, oh my God, the world is, the world is as it is. Uh, I mean, there's this war, there's economy, there's so much stuff going on. I'd rather go back to sleep. It's my, it's, my dreams are much better than reality. Let's, let's pull that blanket up over our head. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going back to sleep. I just I wake me up and it's all over. <laughs> and then, so I, I really wish, I, I, I could I really wish I could meet someone today that told me like, it's, you, you'll be fine. Everything is fine. And I went to the gym and I, you know, you do your round there and there's music. And at some point there was this song and I just jumped out. And I, I don't even know the, the, uh, what song it was, but the lyrics were like, you'll be fine. You will just need some time and space. <laughs> Everything will be okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it's wow. Like, it's just the small moments in life. You know, that's, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Just trust, have trust, you'll be fine. You, you, you don't have to worry. Well. Uh, Maurice, I cannot believe um, we have gone, had such a great conversation and I'm so, so, so grateful. We'll just have to have you back again on the Awesome Life podcast because uh, yes, we were meant to, to meet. So. We, and 
our listeners recognize that there are no coincidences. The people you meet are people who can serve you somehow, um, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively, but it's how you look at it and how you learn from it that inspires you to greatness, to live your awesome life. And I will have all of uh, Maurice's contacts and links and everything in the show notes. So look down below and be sure to subscribe and like and uh, hit the notification button on YouTube where the conversation is and you can see this handsome gentleman. Uh, so thank you again for joining me, Maurice. It has been a total pleasure. Thank you, Carol. It's, it's really a pleasure. Thank you.